To those of you listening to us on the internet, to those of you watching us on video feed, to the men and women in our armed forces, wherever you may be, grace to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God upon which we base our message on this festival of the Holy Trinity, as I mentioned before, a portion from Proverbs 8, where we hear, The Lord possessed me at the beginning of his work, the first of his acts of old. Ages ago I was set up at the first before the beginning of the earth. And then from Psalm 8, When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you take care for him? Yet you have made him a little lower than the heavenly beings and crowned him with glory and honor. Today we celebrate the festival of the Holy Trinity. This is the one and only Sunday of the church year where we simply thank God for being God. One of the liturgies in our hymnal, and uh, it's the liturgy that many of you sang years and years ago, says, we praise thee, we bless thee, we worship thee, we glorify thee, we give thanks to thee for thy great glory. With those words and a few more after that, you're thanking God just for being God. The festival of the Holy Trinity is a day to look up to God and say, Wow! Breathtaking! Amazing! Stunning! Astonishing! Stupendous! Extraordinary! Magnificent! Miraculous, and there are not enough superlatives to describe the divine being of the Holy Trinity. Today we look in on some words of the book of Proverbs and Psalms, Proverbs 8 and Psalm 8, which leads us to recognize the only true God, the only God who is there. And the only God who is there is the Holy Trinity, and indeed, He is awesome. He is awesome in eternity. He is awesome in creation. And He is awesome in His salvation. Dr. Martin Luther, many years ago in the late 1400s, early 1500s, loved to teach children. In fact, that's where we got our grade schools, our parochial grade schools, and our catechism classes. And one time when Dr. Martin Luther was teaching one of uh, his class of kids, one of the kids said uh, to him, Dr. Luther, what was God doing in all of eternity before he decided to create the world? And Dr. Martin Luther uh, with his sense of humor, said, 
well, back then, God was making little whips to uh, punish children like you who ask such naughty questions. But Scripture does tell us just a little about God, what God was doing for all eternity before he created the world. Psalm 90 says, From everlasting to everlasting, you are God. From everlasting, that's eternity before creation. Everlasting, then there was time. After time, there will be eternity again. God is God from everlasting to everlasting. No beginning, no end, no birthday, no funeral. Verse 22 of Proverbs 8 says, The Lord possessed me at the beginning of his work. Ages ago I was set up at the first, before the beginning of the earth. What Scripture is telling us there is, before the beginning of creation, God the Father and God the Son were enjoying each other's company. John 17 tells us, I want them to see my glory, which you gave me because you loved me before the world was made. Those are the words of Jesus on the night that he was betrayed. And he was saying, the Father and I loved each other long before creation. John 17, Now, Father, give me glory in your presence with the glory I had with you before the world existed. The Father was honoring his Son even before creation. Ephesians chapter 1, Before the creation of the world, he chose us through Christ to be holy and, perf and, and perfection in his presence. You ever think about that? Before God created the world, he was deciding to choose you as his dear child before creation. Titus chapter 1. God, who never uh, lies, promised this, eternal life planned before time began. He planned eternal life for you before creation. You see, God knows the end even before the beginning. He's our awesome God in eternity. But the triune God is also our awesome God in creation. Take a look at those uh, verses from Proverbs chapter 8. What the writer of the Proverbs was uh, talking about was the many things that God created in the six days of creation. The light, the sky, the land, the vegetation, the sun, moon, and stars, the uh, birds in the sky, the fish of the sea, animals on land, and man. The Trinity was present there at creation. In the beginning, God, the Father, was there. And then God spoke, let there be light. The Word was there. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That's Jesus Christ. And then it says that the Holy Spirit hovered over the waters. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit cooperating in creation. Who is God? 
God is the creator. To create means to make something, in God's case, everything, out of nothing. No pre-existing elements. God is the one who creates. If you can't create, you are not God. God creates. In the beginning. In the beginning of what? In the beginning of time. Before, before God's creation, there was no such thing as time. There was only eternity, and I can't understand that. Before creation, there were no seconds or minutes, or minutes or hours, or days or months, but God created all that stuff. 60 seconds in a minute, 60 minutes in an hour, 24 hours in a day, 30, 30 days to a month, you know the whole thing, 365 days of year. Time was created by God. Before that, there was only eternity. Psalm 8 by King David. When I look at the heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him? When you take a look at the whole universe, and what we think is out there, we seem to be so insignificant. God, do you ever really think about us? We're such tiny specks. Our solar system, science class, sun is 93 million miles away from Earth. And the sun out there is not the only sun. At night, when you take a look at all the stars, those are other suns out there, how far away they must be. Our galaxy, the Milky Way. Some scientists are saying that there are 100 million stars in an average galaxy, and there are 100 million-plus galaxies. How seemingly insignificant that makes us seem. How unimportant relative to vast God's vastness of space. Now, if you don't look up, you can also look down into the oceans. Scientists have told us that only 1% of the world's oceans have been explored. I'm sure by the end of time, many things will never be discovered in the world's oceans. And how it is that when we take a look Around us, we like to think, you know, that we're really in control. But we can't control the heavens. We can't control the oceans. We can't control nature. We can't even control a microscopic virus. Sometimes people might wonder, why aren't the planets crashing into one another? Never worry, because Jesus is in control. Hebrews 1 tells us, Jesus holds everything together through his powerful words. The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit give us their creation. God tells us, I do everything. You do nothing. I give it all. All you can do is receive. But that powerful creator God that we worship is not some powerful force out there 
who is a mysterious being who, who forevermore will remain a stranger that nobody can really know. Psalm 8 tells us, King David, and the Son of Man that you care for him. You have made him a little lower than the angels, the heavenly beings. You crown him with glory and honor. Who is the Son of Man that was made lower than the angels? And I have to tell you, it's not you. Because you are not lower than the angels. You are higher than the angels. You are the crowning point of God's living creatures. The angels, they're spiritual, no body. You have a body and a spirit. When the angels sinned, God sent them straightway to hell. When mankind sinned, God gave them a second chance and promised them a savior. So who was made lower than the angels? None other than our dear Lord Jesus Christ, who became man to suffer and die for us. Matthew chapter 4. Then the devil left him after he had been tempted in the wilderness for 40 days, and angels came to take care of him. And in the Garden of Gethsemane, the Bible says, Then an angel from heaven appeared to him and gave him strength. You see, the Creator had to be helped by his creatures. He was made lower than the angels. They had to help him. He became one of us. We who spend so much of our time, instead of venerating the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, we worship every day the unholy three. Worry and doubt and dissatisfaction. Worry not confidence, doubt, not trust, dissatisfaction, not contentment. That's why Jesus hung on the cross, because God the Father was dumping on him all the sins of the world, all of your worries and your doubts and your dissatisfaction. And when Jesus died, all those sins died along with him. And then God declared you not guilty of all of those sins that you are destined to commit every day over and over and over again. And even for all of those times, because Jesus hung on the cross, and all those times that you did not keep the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit first place in your life, God could still love you and call you his sons and daughters. Delighting in the children of man, Scripture says. Waiting to see you face to face. The words of St. Paul in 1 Corinthians. There is only one God, the Father. Everything comes from him, and we live for him. There is only one Lord Jesus Christ. Everything came into being through him. And we live because of him. The Holy Trinity, our awesome God, awesome in eternity, awesome in his creation, awesome in his salvation. We praise thee, we bless thee, we worship thee, we glorify thee, we give thanks to thee for thy great glory. O Lord God, heavenly King, God the Father Almighty, O Lord, the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, 
O Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, that takest away the sin of the world, have mercy upon us. Thou that takest away the sin of the world, receive our prayer. Thou that sittest at the right hand of God the Father, have mercy upon us. For thou only art holy, thou only art the Lord. Thou only, O Christ, with the Holy Ghost, art most high in the glory of God the Father. And there it is. Thanking and praising God just for being God. To him be glory and honor forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.